Hello and welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, where we provide valuable insight and advice on the marketing and other business type questions that auto repair shops encounter as they work towards achieving their goals. Now here's our hosts, Martin Morgan and Becca Hackley. Welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, a podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and business resource for auto repair shop owners. The first time a customer drops their car off to the shop will either be the first time of many or their last. You'll want to be sure to create the best environment possible just to help turn that first time customer into into a long term friend. And that's true. Also, if you have the situation where perhaps you're picking the car up from somebody, that wasn't something that was done at all, maybe before the pandemic. But once. Uh, we got into the the pandemic several repair shops started offering that service which to me was fantastic it is fantastic it's a great thing to do uh, but these shop these tips also apply if that's the case as well so you know, keep keep that in mind uh, and i'm sure that's the way you, you're thinking and and like with any of these some of them may apply directly to you and you take them and they're great and some of them uh, maybe not as much but i think on this one becca and correct me if i'm wrong it looks like regardless of, of what your situation when it comes to that is, almost all, if not all of these things, absolutely do apply. Oh, for sure. These are going to be six tips just to help turn that first-time customer into the long-term customer. But, Martin, you made the good point at the beginning, which, I mean, it is fantastic that, that shops can actually go to your driveway and pick up your car now. And that goes along with our tip number one, which is be available really important and when you think about available think think about accessible as well think think um attentive so we've got lots of a's a's there right available (laughs) available accessible attentive uh and a lot of what that that is about is is make sure that you are paying attention to the person whether that's on the phone or very certainly if it's in person because people can can notice that directly uh, because you want to you want to help them. You want to try to make it as much of a hassle free experience as it possibly can be. And as as we mentioned, you know, if a piece of that is is a, a drop off service or a pickup service, mm-hmm. then that's going to be really helpful to that potential customer. Well, and having having the availability online so like your website being up and running to make appointments online people are constantly on their phones and make it make it easy for them and then when it comes to having availability to schedule appointments online also providing options for their schedules like you know you have to make sure that they know that they're a priority because we all have busy lives absolutely but if you want to be available accessible like you said Let's make it as easy as we possibly can, um, especially online on their website. Yeah, and attentive. Don't forget the third A, Becca, there. Yeah, I really did forget that third A, (laughs) if you couldn't tell. (laughs) Which goes right along, though, with what you said as far as making sure they know they're they're a priority. And and even, you know, we we talk about those connections. Letting them know they're a priority even starts with with really that availability. Um, Whatever it is, however they're trying to connect with you, make sure that you're there. Now, somebody's not going to expect you to have somebody answering the phone during non-business hours, right? But if, but if, your, uh, if your website or your Google business profile says that you're open from 7.30 to, to 5 o'clock, 
on Monday through Friday, then somebody's going to expect that when they make that call in between those hours that you're going to be answering the phone. So that's going to be a key point too, from that very, very beginning, from that initial interaction, you've got that opportunity Becca has been talking about really to win them or lose them. And, th and this is even before they, they even make the commitment that they're going to choose your shop for their service. Yeah, no kidding. So it's kind of a make or break here. Be available is our tip number one. Now, as we move to tip number two, you know, once you are available, they kind of like what they see, had a friendly person answering the phone type of thing. Now they're coming into the shop. Tip number two is show sympathy. And when when I say sympathy, I mean, if if they're showing up to the shop for something other than that routine oil change, they might not be very thrilled to be there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Absolutely. And and you think about this. Um, I'll try not to, to butcher this uh, and, and not make it a quote because <laughs> no, I'm not going to make it a quote. Well, but you know, people don't always remember what you say, but they're going to remember how you make them feel. And this mm -hmm. is very much one of those instances where, where that makes a difference. Right. So oftentimes, just like Becca said, you know, when when somebody's bringing their vehicle to your shop in these situations, it's not for routine oil change or other type of maintenance. It's because they have a problem. They're they're going to feel likely stressed out, uh, nervous, uncertain. They don't know what it's going to be. They don't know what it's going to cost. Um, maybe it's a big issue and they're not even sure that the car is going to keep running for any period of time. And, and you've got an opportunity really to connect with them there to set their mind at ease and and you know, we all have our, our examples, and there's two that I, that I think of, which um, years ago, maybe it was a decade ago or so, you know, on the <laughs> way home from work, I, I knew I ran over something, and my tire was sounding pretty bad, right? And so I called, um, I called one shop, let's say, and they didn't really make me feel confident about the issue uh, or what was going to happen, because I looked and I saw and I could see, all right, it's, I I had an idea of what it was and, and figured I can make it to the shop. I'd, so I called the second shop and they're like, hey, bring it in. We'll take care of you. We'll get it set up. This shouldn't be a big problem. We, we do it all the time. And, and that really, that made me feel great. It set my well, mind. They were available. <laughs> yeah, they, they were available and they showed sympathy, right? To my yeah. emotional state, uh, uncertain <laughs> about what was going to happen. And so I took my I took my vehicle to that shop and continued to do so probably for three, four, five years. For, for me and my wife, any, almost anything we had, we took it there. And it was because of that one chance, right? We had never gone there before. I had never gone there before. And they were there to help. They were available. They showed sympathy. And, and that's, you know, consider that, you know, repairs cost money. They take time out of the day. It, there's a lot of uncertainty related to it. So if you show that sympathy, if you connect with them, if you help them feel good uh, about the situation, that, that that's going to have a big impact. Beyond acknowledging the situation, like especially those unplanned circumstances like you had yourself in, um, I mean, obviously it's frustrating to start off. But as a resource, like by showing sympathy, can you can you are you able to provide like additional help, maybe like a rental car service for them to borrow a vehicle while theirs is being repaired? I know. Um, so I'm from Wisconsin and back home there was a shop that every single time like my parents had an issue with their car they gave them a pt cruiser as like oh, a little, nice. oh yeah it was 
ride and fly on the road, if you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> but it was a car, you know, it worked, it was clean, and it was always available. They didn't make them pay for anything. I mean, it was just, it, it was great. It was sympathetic. It was available. I mean, it was awesome. So um, just kind of something to keep in mind as being sympathetic, you know, being available, acknowledging the situation and providing them with maybe some alternatives if they do need um, a, a car, a car to borrow type of thing. Certainly, that that's a big one. And to wa- walking them through any any issues yes. or any problems or what the problem is, helping them understand what it is and and what the the process is for for fixing it or taking care of it. Uh, that that's going to be helpful as well. And and then you know that really helps them feel heard and and seen and and makes that connection it gives you the opportunity really to set their mind at ease and to to tell them um and you know you always hope you can do this and i know it's it's not a hundred percent because sometimes there are bigger issues and it is absolutely significant and probably costs a lot more uh than what they may be hoping to spend but connecting with them in that way and explaining exactly what it is and why it matters is uh is going to be a good way to do that, especially if, again, you maintain that that sympathy um, and, and approach it in that way, almost from a, yeah, I know, I know this isn't what you may want to hear, um, but here's where we are and this is what we're going to do. Well, and that's a good kind of lead way into tip number three, which this was, it's a little bit longer, but hear us out. You know, when you're telling a customer about just any unexpected repairs that need to be made, really make sure to mention the good things that are happening, you know, and the other things that may need to happen later, but you wouldn't recommend it yet. Um, Martin, I know you would call this kind of the, the good and bad sandwich approach. Yes. Yeah. So if you jump in there and you can start and say, hey, well, here, here's the good news I have for you. You know, A, B and C, they look good. Not not bad. Not a problem. Maybe say a lot of times vehicles, uh, the age of yours might start showing this type of thing. and, and that's not the case with yours, so those things are all good. But but here's the issue that we really need to address, and it's what we're going to do to make sure we can get you right back out on the road. Is you know this thing, and then you know follow up with that and say, but you know once we've got that in place, we we know that uh, every everything should be good. That's going to solve your your problem, and and then you should be should be good for you know another six, 12 months, whatever the situation might be. But it is really usually, you know, starting with, hey, here are the things that are good. Here are the positive things. Now here's that bad thing. Here's the repair that we need to make. Uh, and then here's here's the the other good news that, that comes along with that. You know, if it's, and once we do that, you shouldn't have a problem with it for another few years or, you know, how, however, whatever makes the most sense um, from that standpoint and, and just do it in that way sandwiching that I mean that that that's a really good way to put it and just by doing that you're showing them that you care you know you care about the overall health of the vehicle you care about their financial standpoint I mean you're not looking to drain their bank account here you're looking to make the fix and then take care of that and then continue to have them show up so that you can be maintenance on their car and that's all. To, this is the goal of the podcast, right? Six tips to make that first time customer a long time customer. So um, really being aware of what you're telling them, how you're telling them about these unexpected repairs and just be cognizant of 
the things that they have to put forth, like money <laughs> and time. Yeah, absolutely. And and that goes along with the other ones as far as like showing sympathy as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next tip, tip four, when you're recommending those unexpected auto repairs. So think of it in this situation, you know, this likely is somebody who's maybe bringing their vehicle in for what they expect to be routine maintenance or an oil change. And, and then you find something that's that's more important that they they really need to get taken taken care of. Um, when you're when you're in that type of situation, you want to make sure that you make it clear uh, that you know it's a surprise, and you want to be as transparent about that as possible. So maybe in this instance, um, obviously we're talking about first-time customers, somebody who maybe they hadn't worked with a shop before, maybe their car is just coming off a warranty, um, or you know maybe you had a special or a promotion to to bring somebody in for some routine maintenance. But in that process, you, you find some things or a thing that really needs to be taken care of. And that that's a challenging position, right? Because you know that if in their first experience, somebody comes in and they think they're just getting an oil change and, and you tell them, hey, uh, you need to get $3,000 worth of work, there's a good chance they're not coming back to your shop, right? But at the same time, you know that this is something that's really important. and so. You want to um, consider that, you know, know that it's going to likely be a surprise to them, be transparent about it, talk them through why it needs to be done. Um, so you, you really want to keep those things in mind. And it goes along with being sympathetic as, as well, right? Depending on the person's situation and almost anybody in any situation, again, where they're bringing it in for routine maintenance and that happens, you know, being being sensitive to them, them again, they're going to remember how you make them feel in that situation can can really uh, go a long way in in helping uh, solidify that relationship, even when it starts in a challenging position like this, where they need a lot more than they may have thought. Yeah, starting off by avoiding like pushy and try to keep calm and answer their questions as best you can. But I think another good tactic or another good tool that you could use too is if there is something going on with the customer's car, instead of being able to just talk them through it, is there a way you can show them? Maybe there is a vehicle in the shop already that has X part working really well. I mean, can you take them out, out to the bay and be like, hey, this is what it should look like or this is what it should sound like and then take them to your their car and be like, you know, vice versa, this is this is what's going on and this is what this is why we need to fix it so that it will help them have a little bit more understanding and i think that will create a lot more trust as well and giving giving you the shop owner a, a leg up in terms of being respectful you know being sympathetic and being transparent and available and that's a great a great point becca as well as being able to show somebody what good looks like so they can really see, uh, especially if you can show, you can do it visually because a picture is worth a thousand words, right? And especially sure now is. everything is so visual uh, mm -hmm. and people are really into visuals. And maybe if you don't have that, that actual vehicle that you can show them, if you have some sort of video or some sort of photos or images that you can compare. Uh, yeah, and, go on you know, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, ex exactly, uh, <laughs> that might work. Um, and even if they're not there with you, 
you know, you could do it potentially over the phone or if you're able to text them and send them a picture or a link to a video that might show them compared to what uh, what what their vehicle looks like or those parts look like related to that issue. Um, but being able to really show them and help them understand, all right, here's why this is important. And also, you know, what could happen if they don't make this this fix or if they don't do it now, how long might something last? All of those things where where you're really being transparent and open about it and here's the issue, here's why we really want to fix it for you and, and what could happen if you don't. Um, all those things are going to really help make that connection, even in this situation that can be really challenging. And we've touched on the unexpected repairs, but now let's we'll go to tip number five, which is meeting your price and your time estimates. When it comes to an unexpected repair or uh, just an average thing I'm coming in for, as a shop owner, you need to be able to be honest and just be customer focused. You need to show them that you can accurately diagnose a problem. You know, how long is the car going to be being for and how long is it going to take to fix? You know, what what's going to be the price on that? And being honest and transparent, which was kind of I suppose it was a theme in the other in the other tip as well. But if you run in, into any unexpected delays, I mean, be upfront about it. Customers are going to wonder like why it's taking so long and that's going to cause stress on them as well as irritation. <laughs> so if you just be upfront. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of it is too, is being realistic from the beginning. Like yes. don't, a, a customer would much rather that you under promise than over deliver than you over promise and under under deliver. And, and most customers are going to be understanding, right? So Becca and I, we're, we're, we're clearly not shop owners. We're, we're not techs, but we're consumers. And, and we've had lots of experiences. And so what we're trying to do is, is bring uh, that point of view because we know it's hard within the business to understand how your customers are really thinking or what their biggest challenges are. Or, uh, but if you are able to understand where they're coming from, that, that really helps you deal uh, with all those challenges and avoid the, those things that that from your side doesn't seem like a big thing, but to them very much can. So, you know, that's really our, our point of view that we're coming to this with. But I, I would much rather look at if there are some challenges or some issues straight from the beginning uh, that that could slow this process down. You know, let me know. Just tell me, you know, be be straight with me from, from the beginning. And I'd rather you tell me, hey, this is probably going to be better. Uh, if you just drop it off or maybe we pick it up or whatever it is, and maybe that's not even possible, but, you know, set, set the time, the expectations. Expectations are everything. We know that from life, right? We know exactly what that is. And it's because if you go in, if you go in, so for instance, using an example, I, I know people don't really go, go to movies anymore. Maybe they will again. I don't know. <laughs> but if you, if you go into a movie and you're thinking that movie is going to be a nine, and it's a seven, then you're disappointed, right? You're like, yeah, it was okay, wasn't so good. Um, if you go into a movie and you're thinking it might be a five or a six, and then it's a seven, probably, hey, that was actually that was pretty good. And the weird <laughs> thing is, you just rated those two movies the exact same, but because of your expectation, people you talk to are gonna think that you didn't like the first one at all, and that you really liked the second one. But it's it's a lot about expectation, and the same is true for your customers. If you set their expectation at the right right place or or maybe even a little bit lower um 
then they're going to be pleased with what the result is versus if you if you way over promise and then you're not able to deliver then that's going to be a really disappointing experience yeah looking at realistic things and expectations that's a good way to talk about like just the price and the time estimates um, yes. Yeah. And and if something does come up, then you you know apologize for that. You can't you can't prepare for everything. And and people no. are people are forgiving. They're gonna understand. Just say, hey, I'm really sorry about this. This is not something that we we could have uh, expected or that we did expect. Um, so so with, by doing that too, you know, that makes things better in those cases where there's nothing you could do. When it comes to all of these tips that we've talked about, there's something that is screaming in my head, you know, which is going to be number number six for our tip. So uh, red flag. Hello. Here we go. Number six, communication through all of these tips. Communication has been something that has been a steady theme through being available, being sympathetic, you know, through those unexpected repairs and being transparent when we're talking about the different services and just being open to what is going on, right, Martin? I mean, communication in any business is, I think, number one. Yes, Becca, and, and it's you, you described it perfectly because I was thinking throughout the entire time as well that uh, communication is just such a significant piece of every one of those things. And, and every, every one of these tips, of the five preceding it, communication is a part of all of those. And, and that's so important because it's often lacked. And when you, we don't have it, especially as a customer, as a consumer, then we're just left to wonder, like we just wonder, especially in an instance where we've, we've brought a vehicle to the shop, we don't really know what's wrong with it, we think it might be serious, we don't know what's gonna happen, and that uncertainty is just riling up in us the whole time that we're waiting to hear what, what the issue is, no matter what else is going around us. For most of us, that might not be true for everybody, but I, but I know it can be for me. So the more that you can communicate with somebody open, honest, direct from the beginning at every point of the process, the better that experience is going to be. And then that customer is just going to be like, I just really appreciated how how much they communicated. They, they kept me in the loop and every part of the process. I knew exactly uh, where I stood as soon as they did. And, and I just so much appreciated that. And, and that that has a big impact. The extra effort that you put forth on that that very first visit or that first phone call and then continue to offer that same support throughout the relationship between the shop and the customer, it's every single time it's an opportunity just to win that customer for life and not only them, but also their neighbors, their friends, their coworkers, because when they have something that goes really well, they're going to talk about it. But they're also going to talk about it if it goes real bad. Trust me. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you're you're right about that, Becca. Word of mouth, right? And and especially mm -hmm. now, online, social media, all of those things. When somebody has an outstanding experience, they're going to talk about it. They're going to mention it. They're going to highlight your shop. They're going to give you a great review. And I know a lot of times it can be challenging to ask for reviews or. You may not want to ask customers for reviews, but the good news is if you deliver outstanding service, lots of customers are going to feel like, okay, this is, I, I so much, so appreciate uh, what they did here and how they helped me that when you ask them for a review, they're, they're likely to say, oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. And I, I want to do that because they feel like it's, it's kind of their responsibility 
to let other people know about you and to enable other people to have great experiences with a service provider that that is going to give them uh, great great service. So you know, from the standpoint of keeping a customer potentially for life, that that's a great way to do it. And the other point about that is lots of shops out there do a really bad job with communication or and with all these other things. And by you making sure that you're doing a great job with it, it can cover a lot of other things that maybe you're not the best at, or maybe you are. Regardless, if you're communicating, then your customers are going to really appreciate that. They're going to keep bringing their vehicles back to your shop. They're going to tell all their friends, their family, hey, I just found this great repair shop. And then before you know it, you know, because you've delivered great service, because especially you've been great with communication, you're going to win them for life and, and other customers as well. Yes, definitely. And if you aren't going to be the shop to offer the communication, you know, being upfront and honest and being available to your customers, there's going to be another shop that does that. So it's really important to take that effort right away as you're creating the relationship for that first time customer in order to get them to be a long term customer. And with that, Thank you so much for listening to the Busy Bays podcast. We are available anywhere where you can get your podcasts and we'd love it if you'd subscribe and we would love it even more if you contacted us. Let us know something that you want us to talk about. We would love to hear any of your opinions and questions and we'd love to answer it. Martin and I love reaching out and talking with auto repair shop owners and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Busy Bays podcast. If you want more information about this, please visit myrsw.com and go to our resource center. We plan on hosting a podcast each month, so subscribe so you don't miss out. Also, I just have one last favor to ask of you. It would mean a lot to us if you would share this with your friends or another shop. Our goal is to help auto repair shops succeed so you can help us achieve this goal by just telling someone else about the show. Thanks again. Have a great day.